Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and I want to welcome you to the show here on Just Some Magic. We like to tell people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks, including Disney and Universal. Today's story actually takes us over to Magic Kingdom at a very beloved attraction, a classic attraction actually, the Tiki Room. And this guest, you probably know her. If you have TikTok or social media of any kind, you've probably seen her. Our guest today has 1 million followers on TikTok and she is so talented with her singing and her character impressions she does. Today's guest is McCall and she worked during her Disney College program at the Magic Kingdom and she will be sharing a very magical moment with us today. And be sure to stick around to the very end to hear some listener stories that's sent in by you the fans. If you have a magical moment that you'd like me to read on the show, I'd be so excited to hear it. So please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. And now on with the show. another episode. I'm so excited to have this special guest McCall on today. Hi McCall, how are you? Hello, I'm so excited to be here today <laughs> talking so, with you. If you don't have social media or live under a rock, like you definitely have heard of her. You've probably seen her on TikTok or Instagram or maybe seen her in the parks when she was working as a cast member. So we're so excited to have you here and share your most magical moment. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Um, basically, so just for a little bit of insight, a lot of people don't know this, partially because I like to keep the magic of my account a little bit more anonymous, but mm -hmm. I actually worked in Disney World as an attractions cast member for the Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, and so fun. the story for this magic moment actually starts within the Enchanted Tiki Room and being noticed for my TikTok. And it was a very just magical experience all around, not only just for me, but for the little girl that noticed me. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so excited to hear that and what a fun attraction a, very, a classic attraction to work at I was actually not super excited about getting <laughs> the tiki room I'd only been to the tiki room once and I didn't really know the history behind it yeah. and I joked when I got the Adventureland attractions thing that I was like oh I'm not gonna get the tiki room there are so much better opportunities than the tiki room so like whatever and then I ended up getting it and I feel like that was God basically saying you're gonna end up liking the tiki room better than all the other attractions anyway Aww. and I genuinely did I adore the tiki room I've seen it now 177 times <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> that's a lot that's dedicated I started counting it because I had to watch it during my shifts oh but of course of course <laughs> sharing the break rooms with all the other attractions around me it just made me realize how grateful I was for my attraction just due to 
how, the low maintenance of it all and being able to really guest interact. So, and that kind of leads me into my first question: uh, Which parks have you been to? So, I grew up going to Disneyland because I'm originally from Utah, and that was the closer location. And I kind of had a little bit of a vendetta against Disney World, even though I'd never been because everyone <laughs> said Disneyland is the original, whatnot. And then, uh, so my boyfriend, he was actually my friend at the time, he was telling me that I should work for Disney World instead and do the college program there because there's just so many more cast members to learn from and I basically was like you know what fine if I can't do it in Disneyland and you said you had a great time in Disney World I'll do it I was basically (laughs) dragged I'd never been to Disney World before and I loved it it was totally like an experience that I went in thinking I'm gonna have a really low expectation and then I ended up being pleasantly surprised the entire time Disneyland and Disney World. <laughs> you actually did it better because I did the opposite. I grew up on the East Coast and went to Disney World first. And then I went to Disneyland. I'm like, like crying, get emotional. I'm like, oh, wiping my eyes. The castle's so small. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the reason I asked that first is because um, I don't know if you how recent you've been to Disneyland, especially now that it's closed, but the uh not Trader Sam's um what is but there's a fairly new quick service restaurant in Adventureland right between Jungle Cruise and Tiki Room that has a ton of references to the Tiki Room and they serve Dole Whip and Bao Buns and they're amazing but my favorite is having Rosita out there especially with the like along the lines of the Rosita thing in the Disney World location Jose actually within the show is like I wonder where Rosita's gone and then you cut to Disneyland Rosita's actually there being like where's Jose (laughs) oh yes she's very cute I love that so much and I just love like you know if you pay attention to all these things like you notice like wait she's right outside or oh she's there and so I I love all the ties in but okay my original first question that I typically ask every guest is why do you love Disney what made you fall in love with it and then eventually go sign up for the Disney college program and I kind of hinted at it a little bit while you went to Disney World but what made you love Disney So I grew up doing theater with my family. We did a community show every Christmas. So that was kind of our like family bonding experience. And although my family wasn't super big Disney fans, I loved the concept of storytelling and not just through like singing or acting, but more so like being creative and drawing and writing the stories. And I think that seeing all those things put to life in animation specifically having the music the acting the creative aspect behind it the drawing I just was all up for it so I think that's really what drew me into Disney but it what stuck to me is the emotion that each Disney movie is able to portray that resonates within the people that watch it oh my gosh that's a phenomenal answer and I love that you have a background in musical theater you can definitely tell looking by at your TikTok and your Instagram like it's Great. Oh, that was a good answer. My next question is not necessarily your favorite Disney character, but what character do you most identify with that is the most similar to you? So I was teetering on the lines of Tiana and Tinkerbell, but with Tiana identifying as hard work, but Tinkerbell specifically, uh, she ends up getting put into a position kind of like I was with the Tiki Room where you were given it and you're thinking like, why, why was I given this? There's so many more opportunities elsewhere and realizing like this is place where you belong and being able to just kind of problem solve in the situations that you're in 
without needing to just like jump ship and move to a different opportunity. So between that and just having a little bit of a temper, I definitely resonate <laughs> with Tinkerbell the most. <laughs> I love it. It makes you so much more animated and so interesting to watch and stuff. So, oh, I love that. No one said Tinkerbell yet. So I appreciate that. Really? That's yeah. interesting. So here's an interesting question. If Disney were to offer you any stage show, so on the cruise, in the parks, Broadway, which stage show, Disney stage show, would you want to be and what role would you want to play? I actually auditioned for uh, Rapunzel for one of the Disney cruises back in May, but they ended up just post, like we sent them in and then they just basically said, hey, COVID happened, so we're no longer taking applicants. So So it was kind of really sad. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't like a no, like there is still a possibility. Yeah, I tell Um, myself that all the time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Any stage show in the parks that you'd want to do? Any show that's your favorite that you love going to see and would love to be a part of? Well, I was a part of the Enchanted Tiki Theater show. Uh That is very true. That is very true. But I think I would really want to be a part of the parades and just being like Ooh. one of the like not necessarily the Dapper Dance, but the Main Street singers. I think that would yeah. be just a phenomenal thing to do. And they sing live on a float in Florida down Main Street. Like can't that's pretty awesome, I gotta say. Speaking of like singing and voices and stuff, what is your favorite voice to do? And then what is the hardest one? that you've done or had to learn to do for characters. My favorite one would probably have to be Rapunzel because everyone just kind of says I naturally sound like her. But uh, as for one of the hardest ones, I think the hardest one was probably Penelope just because it was a little bit more in a different nasally range. And I feel like it was just a very big transition between what I was doing before and what I'm doing now. I can't tell you. I know we're not video calling or anything, but I am smiling so big right now. I voices and everything like that. And that reminds me of the WAP song you did with a random Disney character. She was in there too. Oh my gosh. And how it started off with the caterpillar, then going to Alice. Like these people would never ever sing WAP, but you made it yeah. happen. And it was something I didn't know I needed to see. And I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I tried really hard to keep it PG, but I knew that there was a lot of people that liked that song. So I thought, yes. how could I turn this Disney? <laughs> it was awesome. Okay. That kind of leads me into my next question. But if you could do another song with multiple character voices that you either planning on doing or would like to do what song would it be i thought about driver's license from olivia rodrigo but i have just seen so many different renditions of that song that i've tried to kind of just steer away for my own sake but uh if you have any suggestions i would love to take them (laughs) oh gosh that would that would be a good one especially like seeing like a a princess sing it like as like a breakup song almost love that i've seen someone do that with a bell and i'm like oh imagine if the movie went completely differently um i'm trying to think like what i've listened to recently um you know we've been watching bridgerton and i think like a billy eilish song would be fun because they did bad guy but in like a violin classical style and it was like wait this is billy eilish like what this wow. is amazing i actually have uh it's in my drafts right now and i just i just need to pull the trigger but i oh, no. i saw the bridgerton tiktok that you're talking about and i uh-huh. ended up making a uh, Something like along the similar like Cockney British style of 
like d- proper dialect and oh. turning it into a like Pirates of the Caribbean musical. Ooh. Um, so I haven't posted it yet, but I I'm thinking about it. I might oh not. I may. Guys, if she, hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't posted this. By the time this episode comes out, everybody go show her some love. Give her all the support oh. and make her feel it. <laughs> even give her support, even if she has done it. <laughs> I'm trying to let the Bridgerton musical die down a little bit just so yeah. that it doesn't feel repetitive in that mm-hmm. sense. Could you do like one or two more voices for us? Uh, I don't know if you have any like typical lines that you would say that you're very comfortable saying. Hmm. Um, I think just talking within like the the British realm, I think uh-huh. there's there's very much a happy light tone to Wendy, Wendy Darling oh. from Peter Pan, but uh, taking it to a more like proper, they call it RP. Uh, it's much more Julie Andrews, like Mary Poppins, Yay. and so it adds a little bit of a like a regal tint to yes. it. Yes, <laughs> like you. you- you probably sit up a little straighter when you talk that way too, probably. Yes, you, you knew what I was doing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You've done The Caterpillar and Alice. Alice is really similar to Wendy just because they're voiced by the same actress. But a little segment that I also have in my drafts right now for Alice that I haven't posted is... My adventures in Wonderland began as I followed the white rabbit down the rabbit hole. All of a sudden, I fell. Down, down, down. Oh. oh my goodness, I love it. It brings me right back to Disneyland on the Alice in Wonderland dark ride. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, I really loved your Cruella when you ended all the villain, female villains all together with your like kind of like the retro telephony like effect over it. I love it. Thank you. Um, So that one actually was one of the ones that I had to really dial down into specific on what she was saying. It had a little bit of like a, like an older lady sound, but Mm -hmm. adding like almost like a smoker effect. Like, uh, (laughs) darling, I live for this. Adding almost like that uh, transatlantic accent there. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, that was perfect. And she's definitely a smoker. Like, oh, for sure. (laughs) And oh, that was so great. Is there any last ones you want to do before I move on to the next question? Because I am living for this right now. (laughs) I sometimes forget what I can do. There's sadness. I end up doing sadness a lot, but it's kind of hard because it makes me sad. Oh, no. <laughs> so I try to steer away from doing that one. Oh, um, my goodness. I love sadness. Like, joy is great and all, but when I see both of them in the park, like, I definitely just want to make sadness feel better, and I give oh. her more attention for sure. Okay, here's an interesting question for you. If you could vo- voice a character, your own original character in a Disney movie, what character would you like to voice, and how would you describe them? Hmm, that's a good question. Are you thinking princess or just any character in general? Any character you want based off of your voice or a voice that you kind of created in your own head that doesn't actually go with an existing Disney character, like an own original character. I think it would definitely have to be a little bit more Cockney, just kind of oh. like uh, Captain Sparrow, but obviously I'm not uh, him. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think adding a little bit of like definitely a Cockney evil character like a villain i think that would be super fun i think that they have a lot of villains but they make the villains out to be older and i think it would be kind of interesting to have like a bit of a younger villain kind of like syndrome in incredibles where he has this like coming of age villain story so you can see how he turned into a villain but he's still not like 
old. I think that would be a really interesting story of kind of like Maleficent, but not the yes. aspect of through another princess. I think a completely new villain coming yeah. of age story. Oh, that'd be awesome. Which character would you want to be your coworker in the Tiki Room during your Disney College program? This is a good question. Probably Snow White. Ah, what's her name from Enchanted? Amy Adams. Oh, um, um, Giselle or not Giselle? <laughs> Giselle. 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 <laughs> yes, Giselle or Snow White on the fact that they know how to speak to birds. And as much as it would be nice to know what the birds are saying and doing, I think having somebody that could speak to them would be so much better (laughs) oh my gosh and they could probably even recruit some more birds to be in the show like it could be a whole thing oh that's a very good answer I love it they actually had uh like a tiki takeover a couple years ago with uh Yago and Zazu I remember that as a kid and I tried to steer away from them just because we know how that turned out and it wasn't the best (laughs) Yago caught on fire didn't he (laughs) yeah they the uh signal 25 they actually installed a button after that specifically for fires but you never have to use it yeah they have a so the cast members actually sit in the back next to a button and just watch the show make sure no smoke or anything comes up but if there was there's an emergency almost like an evac button that you press and then the show just shuts down so oh my gosh and it was all because of iago Yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So you did the Disney College program and for a very short while you were one of the cast members. How long were you actually there for? So I was there from January 21st, which is exactly a year ago from today. So today is my DCP anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And I was there from then until March 16th I think yeah it was the 16th so almost two months but what is your biggest advice for anybody applying for the Disney College program I think just like I had mentioned previously if you go in with a really low expectation of understanding this is a job and as much as Disney is magic you are helping provide that magic to other people Uh, you will have a much better time understanding that your happiness doesn't come from the magic but your happiness comes from making other people happy and so putting that effort in and really understanding that it is work and you are going to push your limits sometimes a little bit over the edge but the end result will always be worth it to make somebody else's day so (laughs) I love that. And I can totally vouch for that and agree. I don't think I mentioned to you this before the interview, but I actually did the Disney College program back in 2013. So forever ago. And I was at World of Disney and uh, that had like 800 cast members at that location. And so I would constantly never know who's next to me if they actually worked there or they picked up a shift. So and, you know, it was some of the hardest times, but also like I've made lifelong friends and even probably for the short amount of time you were there, you probably still made a ton of friends that you probably still keep in touch with even a year later and most definitely my friend Sarah who I bring month monthly on this show we have now eight years of memories and like I was in her wedding and like so that'll probably definitely happen for you too cute Um, my so I know I've already talked about 
my boyfriend, but going back to him because he is a really crucial piece to why I ended up working for Disney in the first place. Um, I think it's important to note that I was rejected the first time I applied for the Disney College program. Uh, Just after doing the web-based interview, I might have not answered the questions correctly, and I ended up waiting six months, and I basically chalked it up as to that was it for me. I guess I don't belong to work for Disney, and I ended up meeting my boyfriend who was dating someone else at the time, and he basically said, you are perfect to work for Disney. Why don't you try again? And then then I said, well, I guess I can try. And so he really helped me go through the process. But the reason that I'm bringing him up is that he actually worked custodial in Disney Springs and Mm -hmm. two of his coworkers actually just got engaged. So I think as for lifelong friends, you can also meet maybe your lifelong partner. Who knows what will end up happening? Well, you know, there are tons of people that apply and get rejected and then get accepted years later or after their however many tries and stuff. So I'm glad that you stuck with it and you were able to work for the short time you did and you'll hopefully go back. And yeah, so if you guys do it, same with like auditions as well. Like don't give up. You know, you can dream it, you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. I ended up actually going to one of the Disney character auditions for the college program when I did get accepted. And I, as I clearly worked in the Tiki room, I was no longer considered. But I think looking back into everything that had happened, I think if I would have gotten any sort of character in the park, whether it be fur or face, I wouldn't have put as much energy into my TikTok as I ended up doing just because the character integrity and having a lot of eyes on me within the first two days of my college program after posting that TikTok, I had 6 million views. And I knew for a fact that people had a really close attention on what I was posting and what I was doing. And I think that if I had character integrity to keep, I wouldn't have been able to pursue it. And I think even after I have been let go, I was able to carry my TikTok on long long after I ever would have for my two-month position at Disney. So I think everything does really happen for a reason. And you're continuing to make people happy in your own unique way with your singing and your voices and all your TikToks. So it all worked out wonderful. This is the last question, and it's kind of funny, but if you were driving across country with a car full of kids and you only were allowed to listen to one Disney soundtrack on repeat, what soundtrack would that be? Frozen 2 really that was I love it no hesitation (laughs) I have listened to that soundtrack I think just because as well as that TikTok first popping up and me having my opening welcome ceremony for my DCP beat into the unknown themed um Adina Menzel actually ended up commenting on one of my TikToks recently and so I think just overall the not only identifying with those princesses, but having so much emotional ties behind Frozen 2. I think that I could listen to that album over and over again. I'm pretty sure I have in my sleep. It's fine. (laughs) Oh my God. The kids would get tired of it before I would. (laughs) I love that. And you know, kids, they're like, you know, when Let It Go first came out, every kid wanted to listen to it. Oh my gosh. And Adina Menzel commented. What did she say? Now I'm really curious. Um, so it was funny. She actually ended up having one of her PR team people send me uh, a request for like some trade work. And so they sent me a scarf, a hat, a candle, and a request to play one of her Christmas songs in the back of one of my TikToks. So of course I did a Frozen impression. Um, oh. I didn't ever advertise that that was an ad because I didn't get paid. It was just kind of like, I like Adina Menzel, so this is something yeah. that I'm willing to post about. And she ended up commenting a heart on it. I thought it was, I screamed. I was so excited. 
Oh my gosh, that's an amazing like gift and opportunity and like something to have happen to you. Like a real Disney queen, essentially, not even a princess, a queen commented on you. Like that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, so much for answering all of those questions. You gave such beautiful, unique answers. And I loved learning a, bit, a little bit more about you and whatnot. But if you want to, since this is a podcast, hopefully we can post the video of your first TikTok on our social media. But would you like to describe that first video and then to go on with to share your magic? Oh, yeah. So when I first got there, I kept thinking about Anna on Coronation Day, where she's so excited to be there. Um, I ended up going into my apartment and I was the first one there. There hadn't been anybody else checking in. And I had one other roommate come in, but a total of six people by the end of the month. And we had a lot of people come in a week later. So there was a good chance that I was alone for most of the time. Uh, so I made a video and I just walked around my apartment documenting it. And I sang, uh, show yourself because I was so excited to be there. And um, I ended up posting it and the internet went off on all these crazy accusations of is she is she Elsa is this Elsa singing is this uh are you a princess are you in a Disney movie uh, do you live at Disney World why are you in a cast member apartment and everyone just had these like crazy crazy assumptions and that's partially again why I didn't want to have any sort of like specific role posted on my account because aside yeah. from breaking character integrity I wanted to just kind of keep that magic of if these kids did think that that was me I didn't want to let anybody down with a false representation because I yeah. although I don't because although I don't speak for the company I don't want to slander the company as well for people Absolutely. that do think I do so yeah and if people are there at Disney like they're there for that magic and if they recognize you they recognize you and no that's actually a good point uh there and if they recognize me they recognize me um because I actually did end up having someone recognize me which ties into my magic moment so after the video was posted it ended up getting a lot of attention and I ended up getting cast into the tiki room and I didn't post much about the tiki room partially because I was still learning to get acclimated to working at the parks and as I started to work there more I started having a lot of people recognize me while I was working between the tiki room and Aladdin's carpets that they were a duo cross-trained ride anyways as I just got comfortable the park sent out an email saying that they were going to be closed for two weeks due to corona. And then we ended up getting another email specifically for the college program saying that our college program was terminated and we were dismissed from our programs with a completed grade. It was very, very heartbreaking. Uh, most people didn't end up working their last shifts just because they were too upset to go back and try to make magic when they had basically their dreams crushed. And it's not Disney's fault just because of everything that yeah. had been going on in the world. It's very understandable. They did the right thing looking back. But as for the time, it was just kind of like we had worked so hard to get there. And then that was kind of all being taken away. 
Um, so yeah, it was extremely sudden. I had other friends that did the Disney college program. I was in Florida at the time as well. And it was so sad and heartbreaking because I had multiple friends just started. They weren't even there a month and a half to a month. And it was so abrupt. Like they're thinking like, oh, we have the next two weeks off. Like, did you kind of feel the same? Like, yes, oh. most definitely. And I definitely spoke too soon. <laughs> you know, they let everybody go, which like looking at the time, like it almost seemed cruel, but now being a year later since you started your program and seeing how long the pandemic's gone, it was definitely the right move for sure. And yeah, so it was so heartbreaking. And you went to your last shift, correct? Yes. So going into that, I ended up not calling in for my last shift. I had a pretty good record and I wanted to keep it that way because I did want to return. And I did go to my leaders of Adventureland and I said that I wanted to work my last shift because I did move to Florida to work for Disney. So, and I also got to see the fireworks from my position at Aladdin's Carpets every night and I was working the closing shift. So I said, I wanted to be a closer so I could see the fireworks on my last shift. I wanted to say that I closed the parks for Corona uh, because I did think it was going to be a historical moment as the parks had never been closed for two weeks, let alone however many months they were closed, three or four. Um, So I did end up working my last shift and on that day, it was very bittersweet as people were coming in for their, you know, very last memories. They all had buttons. Uh, I was the only CP that ended up closing that night. For anybody listening, CP means college program. Uh, so I was the only college program applicant that ended up closing the shifts. And as I was closing on Aladdin's carpets, I ended up having a little girl run up to me and uh, she said, is this you? And she ended up holding up a phone that clearly wasn't hers. She couldn't have been older than 10 years old. And she had noticed me working. I I never disclosed that I worked on the carpets on my TikTok. So this little girl had to have recognized me just for me. And I thought that was really awesome just to still feel the effect that I I never got to see the effect that I had on kids until that moment. Um, But I knew that this was also the end for that feeling of being able to bring that happiness to other people within the parks. And so she, I did say, yes, that was me. And she said, I love you. I love your TikToks. Mom, look at, look at, I follow her on TikTok. And obviously the ride was like, ended up going. So they were shuffled out and they had the next people come in. And I ended up going on a break after that. And I ended up crying thinking this is it for my Disney account. Um, I had maybe 250,000 followers at the time, which is definitely a lot. But I remember thinking, what am I going to post about? I can't post about the parks. And that's all that people wanted to follow me for. And almost a year later, almost a million followers. I never, ever, ever thought that I could be able to make magic outside of the parks. And yet here we are. So, (laughs) gosh, what a story. And what a nice little like cherry on top to like have that last shift, like not only are you closing, not only are you in Magic Kingdom and you also get the fireworks, but just that that's the universe saying like, keep going with this, like keep making this TikTok and like doing a good job and making people happy, even though you aren't a cast member anymore, like you can still make people bring magic to people. And so yes, that's that's exactly the point where I was trying to go with being it doesn't really matter whether you're a cast member, whether you're posting on TikTok, whether you're posting podcasts, it's 
making other people happy and bringing that happiness into somebody else's life. I think that's really the dream that I always am telling people to follow is just trying to find happiness within the process rather than the journey destination. So that was beautiful. And what keeps you inspired to keep going? I think one of the things that inspires me to keep going with my TikTok is being able to enjoy what I'm doing while I'm doing it rather than doing it for any sort of number, any sort of amount of likes or followers, because I did start this out with almost nobody watching and I think that's really what I try to embody is that I'm doing this because I like it. I'm not making money off of it. I have, but I've made hardly anything. It's not any sort of even part-time job. Um, But with that in mind, anything that comes forward because of this is something that I am pleasantly surprised by. Just like I said previously with the program, but life in general, having a low expectation and being pleasantly surprised with the things that come your way. I think being able to remind myself and be inspired by other people. I'm inspired by other people inspired by me, if that makes any sense. Because I (laughs) I'm consciously telling people to follow their dreams as I pursue mine and people say that they're inspired by that and that they want to pursue their dreams because of me. And it's almost like I've created this expectation for myself within other people that I am easily living up to because I'm living up to it in this moment, just doing what makes me happy. So... (laughs) Again, you with the beautiful answers. I love it. Like, I don't know about y'all listening, but I feel inspired. Like, I don't have a TikTok, but I think another point that you made is like, you know, you don't do it for the numbers. Like, you know, whether you follow people for on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, like we all started at zero, you know, like you, McCall, like you started at zero and people took to your stuff and they loved it. And look where you are now. How many followers do you have now currently roughly? Um, let me quick check. I currently have 995,900 followers. So oh I am 4,100 away from a million. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're just like kissing a million. Like you're yep. just like almost there. Oh my gosh. You're Tiana. I'm almost, there. I'm not a singer. You're the singer, but oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, I hope by the time this podcast gets out, like, you know, my I'm uh, this podcast is very new and my audience is small, but hopefully they can all go follow you on TikTok and see all the wonderful magic you bring into the world and stuff. And is there any last things you want to include or say? I hope that everybody has a magical day and follow your dreams. Don't give up on them. Yes. Oh, I love it. And do you want to do any more voices before you close out? <laughs> That's all, folks. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, McCall, for coming on. We absolutely love having you and you sharing your most magical moment. And I hope everybody's inspired after listening to your story. Thank you. some listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab today we have a listener story from a cast member back in early 2018 i worked on main street merchandise and that night i had a closing shift 
I think they were getting ready to launch Pixar Fest, and I had seen the fireworks from New Orleans and a couple of times on Main Street. However, this night they ran the complete set of fireworks. After I had my first closing assignment, I heard the music, so I sneaked outside to watch them. That was my favorite fireworks show because I love Pixar. Towards the middle of the set, I see something flying over the castle, and when I finally got a good glimpse, I realized that it was the house from Up. My eyes got watery, not only because I love that movie, but also I realized that I was enjoying these fireworks all alone in the middle of Main Street without anyone blocking me. I'm very short, so watching fireworks is sometimes difficult. I'm just so lucky I was able to enjoy such an amazing moment all by myself. I have seen and done some cool things at work, but the music and the fireworks gave me goosebumps. I felt special seeing something that the public hadn't seen yet. Even if my job is mundane or not as important, I enjoy getting to experience small magical moments at work. They fill my heart with joy. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode if you could help support our podcast please subscribe and also if you have about two minutes if you could leave a review on apple Podcasts, it truly helps new people discover our podcast since we are still very brand new we have episodes every monday and thursday and sharing all the magic we can with you if you have a magical moment please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button